That's, yeah. Clever. Glad I dressed up. Look at you. You got a top hat on. It's shiny. It's got some feathers on it, you know. Why does the top hat have feathers on it? Tickle some birds in the park on the way here. With a top hat? Yeah, why not? Closest thing to land on, I guess, you know. Today's guest is... <laughs> Wonderful to have him on the show. Vera, I would say a comedy titan. Would you say you're a comedy titan? Wow, that's quite a title. Um, yeah, hell sure, why not? I mean, coming from Ross Purdy, I'll take it. <laughs> it's Sunanda, Sunanda. Nice, hey, thanks for having me. What up, what up? What have you gleaned from the the small little things you've listened to the show? Because you've come in here before. I what? asked you, how much of this show do you know? Not much at all. Not much at all. I just uh, watched a couple clips on your Instagram. Um, saw that Aiden Wilcox just came on, and I was like, if Aiden's doing it, I got to do it. So anything <laughs> Aiden does, you do. Did Aiden walk around with Basically. a shiny top hat with feathers on it? He did. He did. His was purple, though, so... Still looking for that one. If anybody out there makes that on Etsy, holla. Holla. Is that what you want to say to Etsy? Holla. Holla at me, Etsy. You know? I want to talk about your illustrious career. Sure. How did it start? If I was writing the biopic of your life, what would be act one? <clears throat> what would be the second act? What would be the third act? And what would be the sequel? Damn. And what would be the first act of that sequel? And what would be the second act of that sequel? Wow, that's tough questions. I'm not really great at story structure, so things are just going to be a bit of a mishmash, be a bit of a mishmash of things, I guess. Um, I guess a pivotal point was when I was doing producing, and I was producing for a photographer friend of mine who only really took pictures of like girls in lingerie in beautiful natural light and pretty flowers and think mm. like perfume ads. And I kept being like, make it funny. <laughs> so she told me to fuck off and go do my own thing, which was the kindest thing anybody's ever done for me. Really told me to fuck off <laughs> in a kind, loving way. Oh, not in a grumpy Logan Roy type way. I mean, a little bit, but I'm pretty optimistic. So I think I read it as um. Oh, this is some valuable life advice. And then I went and took my first improv class. Okay, and you're looking As around you and you see, saying, why is no one in lingerie? Why is there no flowers around? That I can make funny. Yeah, exactly, right? Skin. I don't know. Skin is weird. Skin is weird. It's, a, it's just pus. Skin is, yeah, sometimes. It's, also, to have an organ on the outside of your body... That has to, like, deal with things all the time. I don't know. I'm used to thinking of organs as internal, you know? Maybe your eyes are, like, kind of facing wind and dust and the world a little bit. But skin is a straight-up organ. It's an organ? 
Yeah. I thought skin was skin. Yeah, well, still an organ. That's my organ sound. Ah, yeah, skin. Go to church. Skin is like the piano keys of the organ. Yes, definitely. I get what you mean now. Some black, some white. And... <laughs> some neither. Some neither, <laughs> some other color. Some got dust on it. Some do have dust from being untouched, I guess. For a long time, you know, just sits there... Gathers dust. Probably needs some fine tuning. I don't know. How you like? How you enjoying your skin? How am I enjoying my skin? I'm very comfortable in my skin right oh, now. Good. It feels like fabric. Ah, it looks warm. It you can just touch it right now. Just knit. Touch the fabric. I'm very. It's fully knit. Question: Did you knit it? Uh, answer. No, I did not. Oh. I bought it off Amazon because I'm like, you know what? I could knit it, but Bezos needs some more money. That's right. Somebody else already did the job. So you have one? You have several. I have one. Oh, shit. I have, That's... I have one so far. Living dangerously, Ross. I feel like you have it on often, right? What happens if, I don't know, catches fire or something? What happens <laughs> if a bird shits on it? I don't foresee a circumstance where I'll be doing a podcast or performing um, and then a bird shit. Bird get in, birds get inside all the time, dude. And like a CBD McDonald's, maybe. Yeah. And markets and like, I'm pretty sure a bird was in Storyville. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think so? It's hard <laughs> to tell with all those drunk young people in there. Exactly. It sounds like a lot of chirping. You know? I don't know. Anyway, I think it's very brave that you have one ski mask that's like your defining ski mask, but you have one. Well, uh, when people <laughs> see me in the mask, I want them to know that it's the same mask all the time. I don't want to be like, go out there and it's like, it looks the same, but it's actually not. This is authentic. Mm. Authenticity. My reverse pretty brand's about authenticity. Is your brand about authenticity? Yeah, I would say so. I think recently I've been thinking as a queer, brown, assigned female at birth, gender non-binary, migrant, foreigner person. Yeah, British accent when you said foreigner. How do I talk about other things? Like, I'm so fucking sick of talking about my identity and making jokes about my identity, but it feels like no one's going to let me get to the next step. And you know how like an audience, like you step up there and they're like, explain yourself immediately. And I'm like, I don't have enough time to get to the other stuff. So I guess that's authenticity, but it's. Ugh, have you ever thought of skipping over it and then thinking in the back of your head, be like, hey, you wondering what, what's up with this? Fuck you. 100%. I'm doing what I'm doing, baby. Oh, 100%. But I, th I, all the puzzled looks are too distracting for me. I'm like, get on board now. Why do I talk like this? Because I do. I'm from Thailand. That's it. That's my explanation. You ever thought of just coming up there and saying, I'm from Thailand. Okay, moving on. I do it. Yeah, I have to, you know, people just get stuck on so many questions in their heads. I don't know. Yeah. You just want to go out there and talk about birds. Yeah. Feathered 
Feathers from a top hat and birds. Yeah, what a dandy, what a dandy afternoon that would be. Strolling through the park, tickling birds with <laughs> feathers. Is that a dandy or a dandy Warhol? A d mm, contentious question. Is that bohemian like oh. you? Is that what? Is that bohemian like you? Is that bohemian like me? Uh, yes. I guess, yeah. That's a Danny Warhol song. It's actually very um, clever what I just did. No, no, well, not familiar. Actually, it's not clever, but it's very insular and arch, and that's part of my brain. I thought you were maybe talking about my home furnishings, which are definitely bohemian. They're like, they're like me living out my white girl dreams is what my apartment looks like. What does that look like? Because I'm not allowed to make assumptions. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you. That's a lot of uh, air quotes, uh, since you can't hear that. Um, but air quotes, uh, exotic items. Uh, it's not a did air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it right here in the studio. Yeah, real air quotes. They're good, too. Flexible. Uh, did, did air quotes again. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks for narrating. Um, yeah. Exotic, I guess, you know, but is it exotic to me or is it just, I don't know, because I bought it at Ishka. Is that exotic? <laughs> what is exotic to you? Call now. Let us know. Ring, 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 ring. Ah, hello. I, I, I just want to know, uh, as, a, as a normal Australian audience member, I, uh... what, what, what does exotic mean to you and... What's the deal with your identity? Question for you. What's uh, normal Australian? Meat pies. Oh, exotic to me. <laughs> Foster's beer. That's exotic to me. Nobody even drinks Foster's beer here. What the hell? Well, I swear to God, I heard that was Australian for beer. Well, I live in the version of Australia in the 80s that America fought of us. That's all I know. So... <clears throat> That's all I knew about Australia before I came here, really. I mean, I had two people at my international school in Thailand who were Australian. And I tried Vegemite at their siblings. I tried Vegemite at their house and we not. Didn't do it right. Now I fucking love Vegemite. Love it. I can't live without it. Are you sure you didn't do it right or that you just got Stockholm Syndrome to Vegemite? I think that's it. I was like, there's nothing better for me here. I must learn to love this. Oh, I don't know. Vegemite and gay times. That's made my life like 20,000 times more acceptable. Did you look at the gay times rapper and thought, you know what? Great ice cream. What if I applied this to the rest of my life? Ah, uh, definitely. I wish that was how I came out. How amazing would that be if you were just a kid who's like nonchalantly ignorantly eating gay times and being like, I love me a gay time until it actually hits you one day, five years later, that you actually love yourself a gay time. It's not just a cream. It's a, it's a cream lifestyle. It's a crusted cream lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Many things. Anyway, sorry. No, go on, go on. Normal Australian. You were telling me more about your... Uh, oh, that's right. We have a... 1980s culture. Call-in call show. Look, Crocodile Dundee. I've oh, love me some Crocodile. <laughs> I love me some Paul Hogan. Oh, yeah. I love the tax evasion he did. Yeah. I relate to that. Yeah. It took me... 
<laughs> Did he? Was he guilty of tax evasion? I I believe so. What I was, bloody know. I'm not Mr. Uh, Information. I'm like, what was he riding off? Like his leather vest and matching leather hats? Sick style. He rode off Charlie and Boots, maybe? Um, maybe. <laughs> Don't get the ref. Cool. But yeah. Dude. Australia guy, dude. still there? Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh. Oh, yeah. Still there, mate. Oh, fuck. Am I going to get in trouble for doing that? Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. Am I going to get in trouble for doing this? Like, I couldn't tell the difference between a Kiwi accent and an Australian accent for a real long time, but now I can. Okay, yes, Kiwi is a fruit. Australia true. is a person. That's, yes, very true, true. Yeah. Delicious. You couldn't tell the difference between the sound of a fruit? Yeah. And an Australian? They both kind of sound like... Wow. Wow. Who have eaten a kiwi fruit before? <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I try to do it. Is that wrong? We're doing it wrong? It's just one of those exotic Australian things you're getting in on. Ah, oh, 100%. Especially the, the, I can't believe I'm saying this because I feel like that I'm going to lead it down a wrong road I don't want to travel. Oh, no, this is the podcast to do that. The hairy exterior of a kiwi fruit. Ah, uh, yes. Would seem so repelling, repellent. No, but you cut through the hairy exterior, and there it is—sweet, sweet fruit with like little poppy seeds type seeds. I love the seeds of a kiwi fruit. So what you're saying is kiwi fruits are real 1970s fruit? Totally, <laughs> very much, very much. They're disco all the way. You ever put a kiwi fruit over a line of coke? Fuck, dude. No. That sounds like a great idea. The Coca-Cola company told me to stop doing that. I'm ruining their product by doing that. Mm. You know what? It's fine. They deserve it. Well, they've ruined the world. They've ruined the world. They've ruined a lot. They've helped ruin the world. You don't feel like you've ruined the world, have you? Have you made the world better with your art? I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to... That question just made me want to bomb. Um, can great art change the world? Can it? I don't know. Depends on who's funding it. Um, Let's I say Screen know. Australia. Oh, yeah. Great. Do you do Do you do screen stuff? Do you Are you trying to do screen stuff? Film? Video stuff. Do you ever deal with screen? I can't. I can't. I never Actually, dealt I with because I'm trying to. Trying to get funding. Oh, if this is the this is the show to burn bridges. Oh man. Oh great. Thank you. Because no very, one listens. You're very encouraging of just like destroy your own. Oh, you know what? That yes. is your brand. You got the name finally. That's true. Destroy. Um. Shit, man. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. Fucking fucking funding bodies. It's like the most obnoxious, like the worst place. I hate the NGV now. I hate the NGV now. I didn't have strong feelings about it before the queer exhibit. I went to the queer exhibition being like, oh, finally, somewhere I'll be seen and felt. And something exciting, something a little camp, you know? Um, Fucking A, boring as fuck. It started out with images of the queen and something, the queen, the queen. I also hate that here it's 
there's it's called the queen um is that offensive to put that in a queer exhibit look he is a queen the queen <laughs> that's true once you say it like that once you said quine i understand but they meant queen the queen of england and she had the stupid little quote on there being like oh some of my best help is a gay i'm definitely paraphrasing <laughs> And she's like, without the gays, like, we would have to do the housework ourselves. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this part of the queer exhibit at that, the NGV? That's odd. Who's funding it? That's odd. That should change my life for the worse. Are I you guess. saying this is more about ticking boxes and not about licking boxes? Yes. And I like that you put that in a way that I could really, really uh, relate to. Licking boxes, much better than ticking boxes any day. Flicking boxes, picking boxes. I guess sometimes you have to pick a box before you lick a box, but you know. Well, it's like a conveyor belt of boxes, right? Yeah, coming from the Amazon supporter. I only just want to give because money to Jeff Bezos because mm. he clearly needs more money. Clearly needs more. He needed two, two matching phallic rockets shooting off at the same time well elon musk is over here and he wants to buy twitter and i'm like what does jeff Bezos? what social media platform does jeff bezos get to buy i don't know snapchat maybe maybe he's still on the snapchat that describes jeff bezos's uh, oh online presence <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a little there for a little bit but then he disappears after a few seconds that's right he's a magic you know what? That's what Jeff Bezos looks like. He looks like he should be a Vegas magician. Like that's, also that's a Batman villain. A hundred percent. Like I don't trust him. Period. I don't trust. I was gonna try to pick one feature that I didn't trust, but I was like, no, altogether, he's like the perfect villainous character. I mean, he's bald. That's the first thing I'd go he's to. He's got a bald, round, shiny yeah, head. Exactly. And his squinty little eyes and his smirk and his nondescript being, you know, perfect for magic and villainy. I guess he's doing it. I guess he's living his destiny. Oh, well. Are you living your destiny? <clears throat> Am I living my destiny? Man, you get really deep, get really deep. Uh, Sure. Today's a good day. Are you living yours? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. If this is my what? destiny, I'm like, I'm out of here. What? I wash my hands of this whole thing. What are you waiting for? What do you want? What's your perfect day? My perfect day is I'm lying on the beach, right? Oh. But I'm covered in my normal clothes, and but those normal clothes are covered up in bubble wrap. Uh-huh. And I'm just rolling down the beach. Sick. Face two or... Everything. Exposed. Oh. Everything. What about breathing? Oh, that's the thing, right? I keep rolling around. And then I see what happens. And then if I go to the hospital. I like your pun there. See what happens. Check. Got it. Good pun. Beach. Out of all the wordplay <laughs> I've done so far today. That was, that was the one you picked. That's out. the one I chose to relate to. I was like, I get it. Ha <laughs> ha. Funny guy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the one bit I do that works. Hmm. 
everything else is too esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a good day. I also enjoy the beach. Yeah, that's okay. as far as that goes. Name four things that are the beach. Oh, uh, cocktails, umbrellas, sand, and dogs. There's <laughs> a comedy festival called Sonata Loves Britney. Yeah. Talk about it. Um, uh, so I love Britney, Britney Spears. Oh, that Britney. Yeah, she can do no wrong. Um, yeah, and I realized I loved her for so long before I realized I was gay for her. Uh, which is pretty clear now. But, um, yeah. What do you think of Britney Spears? Well, I want to hear your honest opinion. Well, she's got some bangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. She's got some bangers. Yeah. She's got some bangers. She's, she's got some bangers. She's. I just think she's the most explosive entertainer of our time. I've seen her twice in concert. Ah. I've seen her twice in concert. I've seen Michael J- Jackson. Can I say that? Twice in concert. I I think anyone who's ever been to a Michael Jackson concert's been canceled. What the fuck, dude? I was so, um, I guess that wouldn't help the situation. I was going to say I was so young, but I wasn't a young boy, I guess. I don't know if that, anyway. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> that was me. That was That was Ross the whole time impersonating me. And that's just another whole layer of offensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Persing. It's good times. You heard it here first. Ross Purdy does impersonations of Sunanda. Live on the podcast. Live on this recorded material. Um, Thank God we're not filming this one right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> good thing. Yeah. Um, oh, bringing back to... Your festival show. Ah, my festival show. What? And you were asking about authenticity. Yeah, it's about my obsession with Britney Spears and how I okay. use that to escape confronting the queerness and then um, no longer being able to escape confronting the queerness and then throwing it on my family and then them not throwing me out of the house, actually, which is pretty cool because my mind's been totally melted by Bollywood and I'm like, that's what I expected. Expected to be like, I'm gay. And then be like, get out of here. You know, kind of vibe. Listeners don't know. That was me doing that voice right now. Yeah. So it makes it even worse. Yeah, it was good. That was good. That was a really good impression of my mom. Thanks, dude. She's going to appreciate that. <laughs> She's a big fan. Big fan. That's good to know. Yeah, great. That's good to know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Dealing with the toxic... Oh, nature. Ooh. Oh, nice drop. Of queer self-hate? Uh-huh. When you found out you were a womanizer. Uh-huh. Oh, God, killing it this time. Yeah. Hit me, baby. One more time. And that whole mess is a real circus. Oh, ooh. I know his songs. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. I know her biggest song yeah. and two others. yeah. That's very true, though. That's very insightful, actually. Way to use Britney titles to describe a lot of the core experiences of queer people. Um, Especially lesbians, I think. Super womanizers. There's so many misogynists, I realized when I came out. There's so many super misogynist lesbians who will, like, you know, be, like, really 
possessive and then like fight each other and like throw empty beer cans at each other and bars and shit. Like I used to see that and I'd be like, what? I thought everybody was a feminist. I don't know. I also self-hate. I definitely came out and was like, I'm gay, but I'm not gay like them. Took I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, Is that what you thought to yourself? Always. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you get to the, I'm a good one for a really while, a long time. Just feel sinful for a really long time. And sometimes that's okay now. Because sin can be hot. So did you get brainwashed <laughs> with that propaganda film, Queef of Madness? Oh, yes, definitely. That's another word play. That's a good no, one. No, just, okay, now you've called it out. Okay, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Uh, both ways, actually. Yeah. That's why I'm a stony lesbian. Queefer madness. You can, you can tell. Okay, well, thank you. You can take it. I don't care. Here's me <clears throat> giving you advice. Oh, ah, lovely. That's what I'm here for. Tell me more. Well, that's a Grease song. That's not a Britney Spears. No. No, it's not. Give Sorry. me more. Give me. Oh. It is a Britney oh, song. Oh, burning it. There, there we go. Oh, man. This is where, wow. You won't be. Oh, man. No, I just screwed myself up. I was going to say, you won't be satisfaction until I have. Yeah, got it. Well. That was also a cover. That's just. It's just my prerogative. Yep. Ooh, burning it. Just ripping it. I'm stopping myself from any now. Sometimes. Yeah, you gotta Might stop. Might drop yourself. one. You just, gotta, you just gotta keep dropping it. Driving me crazy. Vagar. Oh. There's a film with Melissa Trayhart and Andrea <laughs> Grania. Yeah. Did you see it? I never. I saw the trailer. That was enough. I love that you still remember Adrian Granier. He's Australian, right? No, is he? I don't know. I don't believe so. Well, it was called something else, but then like that Britney Spears song came out, and then they were like, "Let's call the movie this." Yeah. Let's capitalize on the song. How is your um uh, niche '90s, 2000s pop knowledge so deep? Well, when you spend a lot of time isolated away from the regular people, uh, like I do. A lot of TV. Yeah, just, I was raised with TV. Oh, sick, me too. What's your uh, comf- most comforting show to watch? What's the first thing you watched as a kid that you can remember? The first thing I watched? <clears throat> Jesus, I can't even... Or like maybe GCB. the first adulty thing you watched? The first adulty thing. I don't mean just like sexual stuff, but you know. Just... No, I was just trying to figure out what that oh, means. Okay. <laughs> My family watched a lot of crab eighty sitcoms. Mm. So growing pains. Growing pains. And Alf. Yeah. Oh, Alf. Yeah. Dude, why isn't Alf ever making a comeback? Also, he is Alf the only hairy alien we've ever seen representation of in the media possibly i can't think of another hairy alien chewbacca that's true that's true but i feel like going to star wars is cheating because they're all aliens 
Okay. There's just such a diversity of aliens in Star Wars. I guess that's what the film... You know what? Star Wars doesn't get enough credit for the diversity. No. I've always had. That's a lot of about the racist caricatures. Yes. Very much. Yeah. I watched Elf, too. Really liked it. Didn't really get... Did you know Doraemon? It's a Japanese animation of like a blue cat, but it's not actually... It doesn't look like a cat at all. And he's probably like, if this was, if he existed in real life, he's like a big round head, a pouch, blue, except for parts of his body are white, and he's an alien cat made in a futuristic factory. Did Alf try no, to eat cool. him? No. <laughs> I was just trying to think of Alf, alternative aliens. Alf tried to eat. Alf tried to eat the cats. Alf tried to keep... Oh, yeah, Alf did try to keep cats. Shit, that was weird, Alf. That's a weird connect. The only two alternative aliens that I know from popular media, be it different popular medias, but were nemeses. So I think you are, yeah, onto something. Cool. I'll share that with you. I'll share that with you. Yes. Thank you. I got nominated Don't. for an award. Did you? Was that it? Yeah. The Emmy. The Emmys. The Grammys, actually. Oh, the Grammy. The Grammys. Uh, yeah, so did you. Congratulations. Yeah, it was a, it was a Golden Globe. <clears throat> yeah, good times. Um, yeah, the Grammys didn't win, though. But you know what? MBD, Britney Spears, speaking of, was nominated for Best Newcomer in 1999 at the Grammys and didn't win. So what you're trying to say is... I'm the same. So I'm Britney oh, in this scenario. you would hope not. Yeah. Well, I'm not completely. Otherwise... That's true. Otherwise, in eight years' time... I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I'll just take early Britney career... And then, yeah. The part where she's free? Yeah. I was going to say, and then hopefully my dad doesn't live long enough. And I was like, that's a sad thing to say. No, but say it. <laughs> just did. Just did. You wouldn't take over his Instagram photos of yourself in the buff, would you? Mm, you know what? That's what she's doing lately. I know. I never thought I would live long enough to see free pictures of Britney's body free. Free pictures of Britney's free body. But you know what? I think she's just like, screw it. I think she was like an extremely sexual person. But I think our... Now I'm going to get serious. But I think our... Uh, <clears throat> very serious. Uh, our society doesn't allow women, especially young women, to be in control of their bodies and to, you know, decide what they want to show and what not. And so it was... She was like the sexual parts of her were totally exploited, but then also they tried to sell her hand in hand, like the sexual part, hand in hand with that whole like virginity and I never had sex and I'm a child um, thing, which is so fucked. But I think now she's just like, you know what? I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And you're not in control of my body. I'm in control of my body. So here it is in the buff. The only thing I got from it is that 
She has a star for a crotch. She does. Or a love heart for a crotch. What is it? Yeah, and sometimes little uh, love star- hearts for yeah, nipples, for too. Nipples. It's uh, covering up the whole boob, which is, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why she was fighting the whole time? Yeah. She's, I... she's got love hearts with the nips. and. Right, there's a lot more body positivity these days, you know, Ross? People are accepting of different different nipples, different crotches. Should there be less? Should there be less acceptance body positivity ah should there be less body positivity no yeah because i'm told covid positive and that's a bad thing that is a bad thing so wouldn't it be better to be body negative well you know what (laughs) it changed for hiv so you know they swapped it around well no now you can live with hiv positive and you're like man no big deal prep pap you know whole deal are you trying to say... Sometimes a positive can just be nothing. Magic Johnson is body positive? Yeah, Magic Johnson is body positive. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, 100%. Popping pills, you know, to manage the positive positivity. I imagine that. Reverse. I think a lot of people do that. Pop pills to manage positivity. I tell you, more people should. More people should, including that- Britney Spears, maybe... Don't know what she's on, though. But I enjoy her positivity. (laughs) So let's bring it back. So you're the queen, right? Who's a queen? I'm a queen? You're you're the queen. I'm a queen. Talking about the queen before on NGV, and you upset about that because you are, in fact, the queen. I maybe. I fucking hate monarchies. Which is weird because you're a part of it. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. I'm the Quine King. I don't know. I actually fucking hate monarchies because I grew up in Thailand where there's a legit psychotic monarch who made his dog like a, a air colonel or some shit. Like for real, like a tiny little dog was dressed in a military outfit. And, and a air colonel? Yes. That dog can't fly shit. Are you kidding me? Guy's crazy. Anyway, but, but you, yeah. You've never done that as the queen. No, I've never. Actually, it's weird. I can't. I hate the word queen. Quine. I feel like that makes me homophobic. Uh, <laughs> what's your feeling about uh, f- flames and being flaming? Oh, being flaming. Yeah, what's that? Dangerous. I like it on a burger. On a burger. A flaming burger, you know, just catches on fire a little bit. That's a great way to grill, but, you know, tough way to live your life. Maybe. And this is a controversy you've gone into. Yeah. (laughs) As for Queen. Yeah. And part of bringing you on is dissecting your latest speech. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And we got it... I don't know. I mean, we can listen to it, and we can talk about how you were feeling. All right. He is someone who doesn't take easily to compliments. But he has quite simply been my strength and stay all these years. It's about you, Ross. And I... And I was going to ask about that. <laughs> who are you talking about right now? It's uh, Ross Purdy. We met, like, what? This is the second time meeting? Yes. We met for a fleeting moment at the open bar. <laughs> at that award ceremony. Uh, yep. <laughs> and his whole family, 
and this and many other countries owe him a debt greater than he would ever claim or we shall ever know. I will claim anything you want Damn. me to, to That was claim. a really nice compliment I gave you. Was... Although it's a time of great happiness and good cheer for many. It truly is. Christmas it's... can be hard for those who have lost festival. loved ones. It is. <laughs> it's almost, it is almost Christmas in July. Yes. It's because all those movies me, make Christmas so important. The of my beloved Philip, oh. I have drawn great comfort. Who's Philip? My old dog. Of the many tributes to his life and work. The dog I would take to the beach From all the time the is why I associate dogs beach oh, now. Philip. Yeah, sense. I was sad when you brought it up. Sense of service, intellectual curiosity, That's and capacity to squeeze fun out of any situation. Yep. All irrepressible. Let's go back. I sound drunk here. Go back for a second and just uh. appreciate how I said, because we know curiosity killed the cat, but intellectual curiosity killed the dog. Oh. See, Was Alf's other name curiosity? Well, <laughs> he didn't ever kill the cat. He wanted to eat the cat. Live. Got it. He wanted to eat it live. Check. Doesn't count if you don't eat it live. Do you relate to Alf? Do I relate on to Alf? On eating cats? Maybe a little bit. I think he's like bumbling nature of like, whoa, and then living in an attic, being kept a secret, being kept a secret. That's right, because if the, gov the government knew, they'll take you away and dissect you. That's right. If the government knew about a hairy alien, <laughs> I bet they do. <clears throat> That mischievous, inquiring twinkle was as bright at the end as when I first set eyes on him. Oh, yeah. Your dog, Phil. That my dog, Phil. Yeah. consists of final partings as well as first meetings. Oh. And as much as I and my family miss him, I know he would want us to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> yes. We felt Phil loved Christmas. As we, like millions around the world. What ways did Phil love Christmas? Oh, just all the droppings from the table, you know? Lots of ham and lots of turkey. Phil was even into walnuts. You know? You eat walnuts for Christmas? Walnuts at Christmas time. In July? Yes, exactly. A July Christmas where you must keep warm. I fucking hate that Christmas is in a hot time here. Yeah, it really makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. This is when we need sheer and merrymaking. You know? But everyone just watches football and drinks. I want to sing Christmas carols and drinks. But eggnog. No, and just Miss Phil. Yeah, eggnog, sure. I'm not to think I've ever had Christmas. While COVID oh. again means we can't celebrate quite as we may have wished. No. We can still enjoy no. the many happy traditions. Which include, which which include inc what? Dropping tons of food on the ground now, and then we just leave it there until New Year's. Which is when you just Six, have... seven months? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, what is that time between Christmas and New Year's? It's the lost period, you know, of six, seven months where you're like, what is happening in my life? Who cares? What day of the week is it? Doesn't matter. It's the, it's the time between Christmas and New Year's. The, the six, seven, the five months, I think, actually. The inverse. You're thinking of the time between New Year's and Christmas. That's crunch time. Crunch time is lunchtime. Yeah, that's, yep. Crunch time is lunchtime. 
Time to get a bunch of time. singing of carols, as long as the tune is well known. Decorating the tree. Well, as, the, as well as the tune is well known, but you want to sing some well unwell known tunes. You would, um... Some Britney deep cuts. Some Britney deep cuts. Uh, I, uh, I, and Chris, Christmas is when I'm walking on the... That's not a real... It's not a real... I'm trying to think of the Britney... There's a Britney Christmas song. Do you know it? If You Seek Amy? <laughs> yes, exactly. Is that the Christmas one? Yep. Nah, ah, nah, ah, 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 ah. And then there's sleigh bells in the back. I can't quite do that part. There you go. Oh, last night I was walking in the snow. People got the money places to go. Santa, can you hear me? It was that one. Just took a while, you know. Giving and receiving presents, or watching a favorite film where we already know the ending. Oh, Crossroads, right? I love that. Yes. <laughs> she had to deliver the baby. Whatever. I don't remember. Was that the ending? I think so. And then Brittany finds her dad. So sad now, looking back on that. You're like, oh my God, you had such a shithole dad in real life. That's why you're in a movie about finding an estranged father. There's so many pieces that are coming together. 20 years later, I can't wait for her book to come out. The 20th anniversary of Crossroads is just around the corner, right? Oh my God, what are we doing? I should host a private screening in the park. You could do that. I, may, I might. You are the queen. I will, I should. I am the queen. Fine. It's no surprise that families so often treasure their Christmas routines. Yeah. We see our own children and their families embrace the roles, traditions, and values that mean so much to us. A lot of hot rolls. A lot of hot rolls they're embracing at Christmas. Yep. Warm, buttery rolls. For changing times. Those children. I see it in my own family, and it is a source of great happiness. Oh. You that was kind happy. of turn there. You sound happy. But yeah. You sound real happy. You know, if you can convince yourself you're happy about your <laughs> royal family, then anything is possible. Anything, truly. It's quite a broken family. Oh, it's so broken. Yeah, let's be real. It's broken. But it's fine. You gotta put a you gotta put it's on a positive front. Mindful of this sense of passing the battle. That's why he passing the butter. Passing the batter? Passing, oh, I heard passing the butter. I thought she was, I mean, sorry, I. I was just going back to the rolls children loved at Christmas. Wait, wait, hold on. I see it in my own family. Uh-huh, yeah. And it is a source of great happiness. Sure it is. Yep, yep. Prince Philip was always mindful of this sense of passing the battle. He always, he the Duke of Prince Philip, my dog, always passed the butter. Young people that's a dog. Yeah. How did it pass the butter? Well, that was the one thing he wasn't really into licking. So you could like, you know, it'd be like a large 34 foot cedar table. Cedar, made of cedar wood. And um, you just give Prince Philip the little tray of butter and he'd run it down to the other side. Good dog. Good dog. Miss that dog. Good doggy. It's old time of Bethlehem. How will we wait? And 
Ah, lovely. Gotta say I was enjoying a couple cocktails during this. It's my jam. It's quite a banger. I think Britney did a cover of this. I should. It remains an astonishing success, grounded in his faith in the future. Yeah, that's where I was talking about the cover. He was also it was an astonishing success. Taking serious Actually, our stewardship of the environment. The cover of that song. And I am proud beyond words that his pioneering work has been taken on and magnified by mm. our eldest son, Charles, and his eldest son, William. Oh, wow. Admiral That's quite a confession. By Camilla and Catherine. His son, Charles, and his... Summit. As if I had nothing to do with those children. All right. Next summer, we look forward to the Commonwealth... Babies games. with my dog. Babies with my dog. Having babies. Babies with my dog. Whoa. Heading towards Birmingham. A beacon of hope on its journey. Mm. Was it a beacon of hope on its journey? Yes, of course. Huge ship. Huge ship. Why do they always name ships things like beacon of hope? Well, you've got to give it a name. Buoy positivity. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Yeah, probably one of the best speeches I've given. Okay, but here's where it takes a turn. Oh. We don't necessarily have audio with it. Okay. Oh. But you start breaking down to this tune. Philip, we have to roll together on the buttered sand. That's your son. That I had babies. My dog with his. Maybe can't you see your dog here? And my children are not my own. It was tough times. Tough times. Yeah, I really that lost. Was, that was a weird breakdown you had. That was weird. It's like a, a external and internal monologue. You never want those things to be external when they should be living in your loins. Growing loins reminds me of Prince Philip, my dog. It's, that's what I would feed him for Christmas. We had loins for Christmas. Loins? Pork loins. Really? Mmm. Crispy. Crispy pork loins for Christmas. For my old love, Prince Philip. This isn't one of those weird loins, but it has a love heart on it, does it? Mm, doing loins or in the bathroom. A, is that a groin? Kiwi loins? Kiwi? <laughs> one of his 1970s kiwis? Yeah, 1970s kiwi anti-Coca-Cola loins. Doing loins. Hey, man, want to go to the club bathroom do some loins with me? And it's a bunch of businessmen <laughs> eating just big... Buckets of meat. Yeah. Because they love animal death down their gullet. Oh, they love it. Just rubbing the grease on their woolen suits. That's a sadness all of its own. Rubbing animal grease on a woolen suit. It's like it should be there. But it's also we shouldn't be the ones doing it. Mm, tell mm. me more. Tell me more. 
You know? I've had this animal grace. Like a, like a sheep with wool on it would already have tons of animal grease on its own wool. But it's doing it to itself. But a guy in a business suit, you know, just knocking back some loins with his douchey-ass corporate buddies, rubbing animal grease on his wool, on a sheep, really. He's a wolf of Wall Street in sheep's clothing. Truly. And Valigar. Thank you. Releasing my new poetry book. Valigar. Very soon. This whole podcast was just trying to bait you into saying the wolf of Wall Street in sheep's clothing. Out now on Stan. And that's really what you need to promote. Well, yes. My favorite. Wolf of Wall Street in sheep's clothing. Out now on Stan. And it's a book, but it's on a streaming service. That's interesting. That's right. About good old down-home 1980s Australian values. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello? Oi. Uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing Australian about Jordan Belfort and the Wolf of Wall Street and she's cloving. Huh? How blooming well dare you. Marco Robbie, though. Hashtag Marco Robbie, though. Popular hashtag. I know, I know, bloody Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'm actually bloody Chris Hemsworth. Oh, hello, Chris. You finally called. We've made many, many requests to your parties. I, I mind blood diamonds. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You're probably just so sad you're not in the sequel. That must be disappointing. The what? Blood diamonds? The blood diamond sequel. Exactly. Yeah, bloody don't tell me I'm bloody Chris Goes Hemsworth. to Leonardo DiCaprio. Once again, I'm so sorry. You never get any of those parts. Click. Well, hung thanks up. so much for calling us, Chris Hemsworth. Hung, hung up. He hung up on us. Wow. Clearly the hottest Hemsworth brother. None of those aliens in Fred Rock from the Sun were that hairy. No. One of them was balding. That's true. Kind of like Jeff Bezos. Except and there not we that. Go. <laughs> Thank you, Sonata, for being on this show. Is there anything you want to quickly promote besides your book on Stan? Um, no stones left unturned. I guess it just, I don't know. Live your life. Promoting destiny. Finding your destiny and living it. That's what I'm promoting today. Destiny Hope Cyrus? Thank you, yeah. Is that your next show? That'd be sick. Is that Miley's real name? I believe so. It would so. make a lot more sense. All right, I'll go look that up. Thanks, Ross. Don't tear my pot. My icky pot. Bye. Dude. Click. Click. Bang. It's not a hung up on me. Shebang. Shebang. Shebang.